Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Stephen, it's oh. the big one. Oh, we are about to go Come live. Come on, be quick. To I get dead in there. rubber. <laughs> Stephen, first things first, the important stuff. Geezer layers, come on. Oh, yeah, similar, similar, similar to last good, Wednesday. Yeah. Very, I haven't gone as bad as last Wednesday because I think when I left the house last Wednesday for the Hibs game, it was like minus one or something like that. I think we're on the heady heights of about one. Oh. As many get as high as two during the game, so I didn't go quite as mad. I didn't bother with the gloves or anything like that. So similar, but not quite as extreme. You might regret that, Stephen. You might regret <laughs> that. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be cooking at Celtic Park tonight, Stephen. <laughs> yes. Big Champions League night at Celtic oh, Park. It doesn't what get we, any bigger than this. What we live for, Stephen, it's <laughs> what we live for as Celtic supporters. And what's, what's the best thing about... Watching your team in the Champions League, it's seeing youth products like Stephen Welsh yes. and Mikey Johnson start for the hoops of the Champions League, Stephen. The best thing, look, the main reason I'm here is for things like that and because I'm contractually obligated to turn up to these and I've already paid for my ticket. Apart from that, the main thing is seeing bright young prospects, bright young teenagers like uh, Mikey Johnson and Stephen Welsh and Callum McGregor, our own... Some of our own being brought through to, to experience it at the very top level, and that's what we've got tonight. Stephen Welsh back after who knows when the last time he played was out of nowhere. Stephen, uh, yeah. there's been Lagerbielka, there's Navrotsky, there's been Phillips, Phillips. All mentioned. Who's going to start? Nobody mentioned Stephen Welsh. He's just <laughs> no. been getting on with his work in the background, going about his business quietly. He loves coming in in a dead rubber game in Europe. Remember the Albertus game? He was up for the head. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. So interested to see how he gets on. But Stephen, it's mad to think actually. Before we move on about how mental that Betis team was, when you think back to it, with all the the rotation that was going on in that game, some for some people it was their debut, like Urugidi and all that, yeah. and I've never been seen since. But one of the mad things about that game was that Scales played. Yep. And now fast forward what, two what years. Was, what was the midfield? It was Shaw, McCarthy, uh, Sorrow. So. <laughs> <laughs> Montgomery, I think, come on at one point. Uh, Montgomery was playing. Uh, uh, Ewan Henderson came and <laughs> scored. Oh, how see. It was all Scottish scorers that night, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. The way it should be, Stephen. Yes. Back the Brits, back the Brits. Right, Stephen. Today, thinking about the game, didn't do much of it, right? Mm. But there was a wee rumour around four o'clock-ish, because, well, maybe a bit earlier than that, because Mitchell Frame didn't play yeah. for the... B team, whatever it is, uh, against Feyenoord today. Yeah. Two 0 up, Stephen. Two 0 two one up. Oh, with a couple of minutes to go. Right. Lost three two, Stephen. <laughs> Lost three two. 
right? So bin it all, <laughs> shut the academy down. So there was rumours Mitchell Frames not yeah. playing, he's not in the squad, is he potentially going to be in here? And I was like, do you know what? That not worth the 46 quid, but it'd be worth it coming to see a guy like that make his debut. Doesn't make his debut, Stephen. He's on the bench. Greg Taylor starts as usual. Of course he does. Of course he does. Because we, in fairness, I think we need more players who sound like opticians <laughs> in, the, in the squad. So uh, Mitchell Frames or whatever, <laughs> whatever his name is. And it's good to see him involved. And I, I did get a wee kind of pang of excitement um, when I, I saw that he was rumoured to be at least involved in the squad. Maybe even the, the lineup today because I thought, oh, maybe we'll see pretty heavy rotation. Then at least give us something to to look forward to but it's, it's very very similar but the thing is you need to balance that I suppose with like, we want we want to see a wee bit of freshness in the squad but ultimately kind of still need to win this as much as we're joking about it here right? we're being quite flippant about uh, how the fact it's kind of a dead rubber but it is going to be somewhat important to try and at least get a win tonight because see despite the fact that it, it means absolutely nothing just now because we're all still a bit raw after the, the European disappointment Next year, the year after that, the year after that, we won't be still talking about how long it's been yeah. since we've won a Champions League game because even if this is a so-called dead rubber, it just gets it done with and we can stop talking about that, quite frankly. Do you know what I've just realised, Stephen? What have you just realised? Apart from the sheer stench of weed in the air Yes, right now, yes, always. I don't know what dead rubber means. No, <laughs> no, that's very true, actually. I have absolutely no idea. Get in touch, guys. <laughs> Let us know what dead rubber, what is the, what is the origin of the phrase dead rubber but all it means I think it actually originated with just um, just Celtic Champions League games yeah, probably, yeah. probably the big nights we wait for but I know what you mean it would be nice to win this game get the old monkey off the yeah. back but as well 2.5 million's up for grabs if somebody wins this game think Ooh. of the absolute dross we could spend that on that's about three or four that's players that's another four players I was going to say five year deals lads that's going to go. fund that's going to fund the overhaul in January that we've been talking about so much <laughs> oh it's great stuff isn't it? absolutely sensational but Stephen Welsh I think he did he play early in the season against Aberdeen potentially but eh uh, be a six centre half this season we've got yeah. to find some sort of it's partnership think, back there a few weeks ago or a couple of months ago we were, we were panicking about the fact that we had all these um, centre half injuries this centre half injury crisis that we spoke about yeah. fast forward it they're all fit and all, they're all they're garbage all and all playing anyway I know <laughs> so uh, all that seems so long ago now that we were decrying or moaning about the fact that we didn't have any fit centre halves now we've got them all back and they're still none of them fancied apart from the absolute do that's heading back to <laughs> Liverpool in a, a fortnight so uh, what a situation to be in but it's it makes me sick, motherfucker, how far we done fell. That see, when I was coming to the game, I was in the car, flying on the way to the game because there is no traffic <laughs> coming to the game. So I'm about 45 minutes earlier than I normally would have been. But I heard Stephen Welsh was starting. I thought, do you know what? Good, good. I'm glad to see Stephen Welsh back because he is Welsh and scales. Welsh and scales are the centre back pairing in a Champions League game in 2023, which is absolutely staggering to be honest. We but Days away from 2024. <laughs> yeah, and you know, but all seriousness, I'm actually glad Welsh is back. That's how that's how bad the situation has got. Welsh has always been a fine player. I don't mean that to sound as as sort of patronising as as it did. I mean, quite frankly, it did. But he's always always been an okay player. But I mean, he's bailed us out at times though. He's yeah. he's actually done quite well. So I'm actually glad to see him back because 
I would have dreaded coming to this with Nat Phillips oh, at the back, quite, quite honestly, because he's been a disaster recently. Terrible on the ball, and he's not even doing what we were promised at the start, winning everything in the air. He's not doing anything, yeah. really. So Apart from stick one in the back of his own net. So, yeah, but yeah, Welsh deserves it. See, even for the, the game he had at the weekend, like, I don't think the OG was the biggest disaster no, he had. No. Like, it was the rest of the play that was worse. Yeah. The OG was just that wee sweet cherry on the cake. <laughs> you see that? I, d- I didn't even have a problem with the decision making that led to that. See, if a ball is as good as that, and it's the, they don't call it the, un, the corridor of uncertainty yeah. for no reason. That's it's a good place to put the ball right between the defence and the keeper. Joe Hart was completely lost. If he leaves that and someone taps it in at the back post, he looks even yeah. daft on it. The technique was oh, the, fine yeah. finish, fine. Yeah, the execution was terrible, <laughs> but I actually don't have a problem with the, the, the decision that led to that. He had to try and get something on yeah. it. He, he took a gamble trying to get a positive outcome and completely fucked it, to be honest. But he was behind him was Alistair Johnson. He By the time the ball comes across, he's too close to goal to do something about it. He probably just slices it into the roof of the net as well. And then after that, it's a tap in at the back post. So I didn't have a problem with it. It just looked really, really daft. So what you're saying is, look, look that. The OG I've not got a big problem with. See, everything else I've got huge <laughs> yeah, problems yeah. with. In many ways, the OG was the best thing you did <laughs> on the afternoon. Yeah, so well done. That was an honest yeah. <laughs> But he's not starting, Stephen. No. Thank the Lord, so we don't have to worry about that. Greg Taylor, Alistair Johnson, Joe Hart, it's all a bit samey, isn't yes. it? But that midfield of Tomoki Iwata, Cal McGregor and Matt O'Reilly, that's what kind of gives me hope tonight, yeah. if that even exists. But I'm interested to see how Iwata will do in a game like this. Yeah, uh, well, it's going to be a big test for a lot of them because, fine or a, a quick glance across their team, not being any expert in strength. Yeah, yeah. A quick glance across the team shows that Jimenez, who's been their star this season, but he was suspended for the first game against Celtic, which was a Glad they took advantage of that. Yeah, so which which was a boost for us, only for us to get two men sent off. Um but also Stings, who scored that slightly ropey free kick in the heart in the first game, I'm pretty Not sure that. it was. Yeah. So they look solid, to be honest, I think. Timber is yeah, in as well. So it's it's a good team. They'll be looking to just build confidence, I suppose, and do their fans proud. I mean, because we are sitting here being a bit snarky about it, but a lot of them have travelled. Yeah. They've seen the footage of them walking through Glasgow City Centre. There's thousands of them. Might even outnumber us <laughs> tonight. <laughs> Who knows? But uh, they they'll be looking to put on a put on a display against a. I mean, it's it's weird to think. Yeah, a beleaguered, yes, they're oh. a beleaguered Celtic team, a stretch Celtic team. It's it's mad to think that, see, when I was about to watch the game on Sunday, Derek McInnes basically said that he saw that Carter Vickers wasn't in the team. Yeah, he just said this, he was just like, I saw Carter Vickers was in the team, I thought, oh, here we go. Basically, just, well, let's go for it. So, there's, no way, I, there's no way Feyenoord aren't thinking ve- along very similar lines. They see Carter Vickers missing, I mean... Just the rest of the team isn't performing particularly well. They haven't. We haven't settled on a team. They're going to know it as much as we have. So, aye, they're going to go for it. And I just hope that this team, that that really ropey defence, is going to be able to stand up to it. It's a, it's a, it's not the, it's not the most confidence-inducing back five. No. All told, is it? Alistair Johnson has come into a bit of game recently, yeah. but the rest of them are fawny bits. Yeah. So great, Stephen. <laughs> but. Mikey Johnston, palm out wide, and Kyogo up top. Kyogo aside, will come to him, but we need to see more from the wingers. Like, like guys, just run. Yeah, please. Yeah. Like, close down players. Don't pull out of challenges. Stop fixing your hair. That sort of thing. <laughs> it's Palma, Palma, I've started to find a slightly confusing presence. Not through well, 
is through a few things he's doing. But a common complaint we're getting now is that he cuts in too much. And it, it keeps getting mentioned about all of our wingers. So like people, we keep playing wingers who cut in on their stronger foot too much and drifting inside. See if that's the case. Stop signing right-footed left-wingers then. Yeah. Why have we got seven left foot or right-footed left-wingers if that's a... If to that's be fair, it's rare to get a left-footed player That's true, left. but... But stop wanting them to hit the byline so often then. If, see if you sign a guy like Palmer, he's only been at the club a few weeks. See if you've signed him just in, in a few weeks ago. Why did you bring him in if you know that what his main thing is is he drifts inside and he's, he's good in front of goal and then moan at him for no getting to the byline? It, it makes absolutely no sense to me. Well... I suppose what Brendan Rodgers is meaning if if you're only going to go inside then defenders will know what you do so you have to mix up sometimes to keep them guessing but Mikey Johnson another chance Yang doesn't make it tonight I don't know if that's seen on the squad no, I don't no. he took it the weekend Steve in the bench is looking scintillating you <laughs> have no idea of the quality we don't have on it but anyway well, even go. even Bernardo even Bernardo the Champions League specialist doesn't make it in tonight just he, terminate the loan uh, he's he's going to go down as one of the most who gives a shit signings in Celtic's recent history he's Moritz Bauer at this stage isn't he he's just going to look, we're going to forget he ever existed so I don't I mean I'm not calling for him to start no, no he's not even got the wonderful fashion sense that <laughs> Moritz Bauer had you know that I'm calling for him to start tonight I just find the whole thing confusing he starts every Champions League game up to a point where he just doesn't anymore so again another puzzling aspect of the squad right Steve come on Kyogo's back yes. in there come on there's got to be something here oh thankfully hi. Kyogo is another guy who hasn't been hitting top form recently. What has he got? One in the last ten appearances or oh. something like that, which is a lot for Kyogo because I think prior to that, the most he had ever gone for Celtic without scoring was three games, and that included like Real Madrid in the Rangers game where he went off in the first yeah. five minutes. So that was the longest he'd ever gone without scoring. So he's hit this very, very rare sticky patch. But again, what we keep saying at the at the match podcast is that. I don't think it's that's necessarily a him problem. No. I, I really don't. If it if it was, if he was just sort of the the things were been thrown at the likes of Mikey Johnson and Palmer, if he was being lazy out there and not getting involved, then I would have a complaint about that. But I don't see that. I see Kyogo being frustrated with not being found with passes, and that's that, that's a that's a bit of a shocking state of affairs, really, to have this really really deadly striker whose movement is his whole thing, and we're not paying attention to the movement whatsoever, no finding him. Right, Stephen. Big night at Celtic Park. Yes. Champions League anthem and all that. Shall we? Don't, don't even play it. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of these teams deserve it. You can't even go through. Oh, but Stephen, come on. We've got a point so far, haven't we? Yes. So we're not getting grannied, but no. a win would be nice, man. Oh, uh, definitely. Again, like we joke, right? We've joked a lot. We're being a bit snarky, we're a bit sarcastic about the, the state of this game, but please just go and win. See if it is a dead rubber. My philosophy is it's better to win them than to lose them, right? As, 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 as deep as that is, it's better to go and win it than to lose it if it's a dead rubber. Then we'll worry about all the, aye, but it's only a dead rubber shite later. Who cares about that? Just go and win the game, please, Celtic. Oh, Stephen, I see us coming back. You've just been absolutely <laughs> demoralised. <laughs> Crestfallen already. Let's, let's come back to this spot in a couple of years' time. We'll speak to you after <laughs>
Full time Celtic to <laughs> fine odd one, Stephen. Progress. Shouting. Laga laga. Progress, Melly. What were you worried about? Four points, double the tally from last season, eight points next season, 16 the following season oh. after that. European glory, here we come. Now, look, look, this is what we wanted. We wanted a win any of any description what, whatsoever, and we got it. So, it doesn't solve many problems tonight, right? The, the, the feel-good factors back, Stephen, yeah, that, is, yeah. that is a big thing because it was a bit... Ugh. Yes, that's one. The Let's stop fucking talking about how long it's been since we've won at home yep. in the Champions League. That's gone for now. All the problems of this season leading up to this that made it a dead job in the first place, they all remain and they, yeah. they simply have to be improved upon, have to be worked upon. But just as a, as a one-off game existing in a vacuum... I can't have many complaints about that. Is it an oddly? I found it to be an oddly uneventful game in the stadium, but I'll take it. I'll Stephen, absolutely take it. A 91st minute win on the Champions <laughs> yeah. League. It's the good old days under Gordon yeah. Strachan, isn't it? That's what you're after. And from the most unlikely of sources as well, yeah. Lager Bielka. So I'm, I'm delighted for the big man. Thankfully, he had one moment where he kind of he did that thing that Phillips did a couple of games ago, where he kind of. He kind of gets his toes stuck in the turf. He looked uh, as if he was going to fall over and they got in behind. I thought, oh no, big man, come on, help us out here. But uh, what a moment for him. Julian-esque at oh, the back post. Aye. Well, not quite. Didn't quite leap like a leap like a salmon in that same manner, but a back post header in uh, a European night at Celtic Park. Very reminiscent. 
for a wee split second, I was like, is this going to go wide? Because it, it was so close to him. It, <laughs> like, oh, it was kind of, I don't know, yeah. I need to see it. But I thought it was Mitchell Frame that crossed in, but O'Reilly apparently, yeah. Yeah, I thought more about Matt O'Reilly, but I'll, well, maybe he got a flick on or something, I don't know. But don't really care, Stephen, no, no. because it was Bedlam in there when he scored. Yes. And, uh, Celtic did, did well, got themselves in the lead, but when Feyenoord scored, it, it kind of had that feeling of inevitable, inevitable, inevitability again. And you thought, are we going to, are we going to fling this away or I've, even lose honest. it or uh, even like a draw? You'd have been like, that. that was a decent chance to win that yeah. game. Not that Celtic were on top and having major chances, but getting that goal, it's just a sweet, sweet relief. And this can be a wee kickstarter to our season in December. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, I, I really hope so. Because despite the fact the winter break is up, is almost upon us, there's still games to go before oh, that, it's still big games, so hopefully this can kick us on a bit. I have to admit, see when Feyenoord did score, I thought, well, this was this is it. We'll definitely, we'll at, least, we'll, score, yeah, we'll at least draw and potentially even lose this game, because that's how it goes, isn't it? It's yeah. that kind of quick fire. I fancied Jimenez to get Habitual one of those. In it, yeah. it's like, oh, here we go again. Yeah, inevitable goals that, that sends us home absolutely raging. Even though you go in thinking, ah, who cares, it's just a dead rubber, but you, then you lose and you're raging about it again. Such so. a crap goal to lose. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was, it, was it their 19 that scored? Uh, uh, because he, right, cause he came on and he basically just kept falling over constantly. Just, he kept beating himself and falling over. And he, even with the finish, again, I need to see it back, but it looked as if he absolutely sclaffed it into the bottom corner. But it had that air of inevitability as you as you said so to, to get the win from that position is brilliant to be honest I mean I'm really happy with that because I did feel this is coming I remember in the first half eh, I said to the guy next to me I was like this is going to be so typical like Celtic have been alright here yeah. they've been alright they're going to get one chance and score it I know that's going to happen well. and sure enough they ran through and it was that one that was offside but they, they <laughs> scored I was like oh, there, there it is there we go it's going to be a long night people are going to start pouring out of this stadium right. and it's going to be mainly Feyenoord fans left but uh, no, I'm, I'm really happy with the win as, as much as you can be but again we need to take the positives from it as, oh, as much as possible it, it's it's a good result they were definitely trying to win that game so it's not as if they put out like a, a bunch of teenagers and, no. and couldn't care less about it so I, it was a, a hard fought fairly close game I mean they they were good I thought if I know they're a good team I don't know if I would say they were like absolutely outstanding to the to the level of some things we've seen in the Champions League over the last few years but I thought they were technically proficient and dangerous every time they, yeah. they broke forward they took Timber off but every time he broke forward they looked so much faster than anybody else we Aye. had there was a lot in that game where like Celtic were very open in midfield yeah. if we got forward and lost the ball as usual it went through the middle and yeah. I'm, not, I'm not really blaming MD for that but it's more that the sort of shape and we've just not got yeah. the the individuals, but after a while I went off, I thought that yeah. was a sort of a blow for Celtic. Can he catch a break a while? I mean, nah. As soon as he starts establishing himself in the team, that's him he gets injured. Unbelievable. It, it meant Cal McGregor had to move backwards in European games. He's no that quite sort of defensive midfielder, but yeah. uh, Stephen, we're normal men, <laughs> innocent men, right? We can admit, yes, when people have good games, even though we think we've been poor recently, and there's a number of them, I think in years to come, Maybe even a couple of years, we'll look back in this and think, here, mind that game where we beat Feyenoord in the Champions League yeah. and we had... Ten years from now, we haven't won a single one. Stephen Welsh <laughs> playing, Greg Taylor playing, yeah. Mitchell Frame coming on, Mikey Johnson Joe starting. Joe making saves. 
James Forrest coming on. Yeah. I mean, it was patchwork, but we got the victory. And the defence, every one of them, the back four, yeah. I thought were great tonight. Yeah, it's okay. We don't we don't have to admit to any of that because I've actually cut all that bit from the start out. So you don't know. We have actually cut all the stuff we were talking about Welsh and scales out. So they, they, they yeah, Monday, Monday yeah. Listeners won't have heard that. Then <laughs> I'm only kidding. But it's, no, I think everybody stood up. They, they were under pressure at various points tonight. But Liam Scales set the tone. One of a, a tone setter in the first half when he came over over to the left side and crunched into a big, a big tackle that got everybody sort of off their off their seats a bit. But I thought Welsh was good. Greg Taylor. He had a weird moment. I thought that was his best game yeah, of the season. Yeah. He was coming inside so much, I, so I think they've tweaked things a wee bit. He had a weird moment um, in the second half, I think maybe after the decolise, but he tried to control it and it went out about 20 yards behind them and it basically just advanced final about 20 yards up the pitch. So I thought, oh, this is typical, something's going to come from this. But no, I thought every day was, was, was very good. Joe Hart making big, big saves. Yeah, there right. was one from, I think, Jimenez again in the first half where he ran clean through. And he shot from quite far out, which, which surprised me to be honest. They, they did quite a lot of that. They did Aye, quite a lot. They, of... they didn't look very confident. No, they're, no. They're, but they're second in the league now. They have yeah. lost the odd game here and there. It seems when they come up against a decent team, they struggle. But this is the, the level you're playing at. And look for Liam Scales, I thought was good yeah, tonight. Yeah. Oh, uh, I thought Welsh was very good as well. Greg Taylor, as I said, moved inside, looked for the ball all the time and moved the ball forward. So he's doing what we know he can do and what he's done before yeah. just we need this to carry on and I thought William Scales get man of the match you can't really argue with that but no, I thought Alistair no. Johnston was brilliant tonight. I would personally given the choice I, I'm not going to make too much of a case for it I wouldn't argue against Liam Scales but given the choice before that announcement was made I probably would have given it to Johnston because I thought he was excellent what a what a turnaround in his fortunes over the last couple of weeks yeah. Maybe, you know, we just probably need to look back and deal with it it's just a, just a Momentary loss he had of those form. Injuries as well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's had a, he's had a couple, I think. Um, but a momentary loss of form, I don't think it's all that big a deal because he's back doing what we what we know and love from him, a warrior out there. Yeah. Uh, and he proved that once again. I really, really good from Johnson, able to break forward. There was one moment when he kind of he won the ball and then just surged straight through into like centre forward position. Yeah. No one found them. I think from our angle, everybody was moaning about it, of course, there because what's new, but. From our angle, we get a quite a good vantage point from like the right back position. So Matt O'Reilly picks it up, and Johnson is bolting through yeah. the middle. But there was no there was no real avenue to play him through. It was a good run, but I understood why O'Reilly didn't really pull the trigger on it because there wasn't. If he, it's a a high risk run that. Yeah. So if you if he plays that ball well, everybody's piling forward. There's every chance that they just hit on the break again. So I. I I didn't criticise O'Reilly too much for it. Yeah, what, what I've been annoyed about the defence recently is you're holding on to the ball too much, yeah. but look, this is good, right? But it's going to be a completely different ball game for the rest of the season in Scotland because there was a ball from Liam Scales that he played through uh, in the first half. There was one from Alistair Johnston for Kyogo. We can't play them in Scotland because yeah, there's right. simply not the space and we had a good few balls down the flanks as well. We just don't have the space in Scotland. Yeah. But now we need to work our way out to win these games in Scotland. We can do it in the Champions League, yeah, Stephen. The intensity is there. The intensity is there. It's just if we play with that intensity, yeah. we'll beat teams. Oh, definitely. It's just a, it's just always going to remain a different challenge domestically, yeah. isn't it? It's just a complete... That's what we said going into the Lazio game. 
we said like look it's a completely different challenge to whoever it was we dropped points against yeah. that just the week before that yeah, St Mirren oh no I don't think we dropped points but it was a quite poor game I can't think it might have been St Mirren Motherwell <laughs> whoever it was that drew <laughs> with us again this season but sometimes these games play into Celtic's hands a little bit even though they're not in necessarily great form because yeah. they don't have that turgid difficult to break down nature the teams in Europe don't really play like that they'll, yeah. they'll, you, you'll find teams that are counter-attacking but that's not what you come up against in Scotland yeah. there's no there's no counter to the to the defensiveness and Celtic have struggled with it time and again this season but uh, that was that was much much better <laughs> another moment that gave me gave me a bit of a bit of a panic was a uh, do you remember when Palmer did oh, a John Joe Kenny? <laughs> was, was that that was against Rangers, wasn't it? John Joe Kenny put it out for a corner aye. from about forty yards they out, from and it. they scored from it. I thought Palmer tried. <laughs> he tried to clear it and booted it straight into the stand. I thought they're going to score for this corner. Absolutely, aye. it's absolutely certainty. But I no, it, it, just it's a good night, wasn't it? Aye, just it's a, enjoyable. It's a good game. Both teams yeah. going at it, but. To be honest, not a lot of quality from both teams. And no. I don't mean that in a bad way. It was hard work and endeavour from yeah. both teams. But like Celtic's goal comes from a penalty spot that they got from a corner. And the it's set- a gift, though, the penalty, wasn't uh, it? it was but the ref warned the guy before That's it. What I mean. like, yeah. Go and do it. And yeah. he done it. Yeah. Um, so it's I have to punish you. An absolute gift from Feyenoord, not so much the referee, because he he gave them every opportunity to stop doing that. And he did, did that again, right in front of him as uh. well. Just, just grabbed a hold of... Welsh, Welsh's Welsh scales. Welsh scales. It's just just a bizarre decision, to be honest. And I don't know if that's that basically changed the game. Yeah. That, so I good to be honest, but it was a, it was a bit of a gift out of nowhere because all that would have prevented that was just not making that utterly ludicrous decision in your own box. Uh, and Palmer puts it away. A bit more confident with him these days. What I've noticed though no is. Run up. No, well, that and he has put all of them in exactly the same place. So, if, wasn't it, he the best? No, <laughs> just, but it's in the back of the net. So, I'm so never if anyone's gonna, studying these, yeah, as you know, keepers like to do now, then you're going to dive to to your right side as a keeper because that's where he puts them. I'm not going to complain. I'm still looking for more from him. Like, I think yeah. Brendan Rodgers will be saying, "Look, you got the goal. That's not enough, and especially on this stage." But. Champions League goals for the guy you can't grumble with that that's a good few now he's got uh, so him and Kyogo are doing it for Celtic yeah. Champions League S- second half Celtic I thought were decent but there was a wee lull for mm, about 15-20 yeah. minutes where Feyenoord really came into it and then when Celtic sort of got over that lull Feyenoord scored he like bastard yes. bastard and it wasn't as if they ripped us apart it was a guy at the back post there and it's just a typical Celtic Europe goal. It make them work harder for it, Celtic. Yeah, it, it was very easy. It just, just sort of drifted in there. No one was really aware of of him from memory. I just, I just again, just one of those inevitable, crushingly inevitable goals. So it was. I could feel that the kind of energy just drop in the stadium. There was yeah. a few people just left. A few Aye. people in front of us just went like, "I'm not watching this," and just left. And I thought, "Well, that's maybe a wee bit premature," but I understood the, the sentiment of it because it's, we've seen. It's not just tonight, uh, but it's the whole Aye, yeah, last few yeah. weeks coming, culminating in that. But after the equalised, you sort of felt ah, oh. but I didn't didn't expect Celtic to score. To be honest, again. First goal comes corner eh, penalty. Second goal comes from this sort of second phase of a corner, doesn't it? So we didn't create a lot of chances tonight. But Stephen, we've created a lot of chances and not won games in the yeah. Champions League. Now, happy we've won a game in the Champions League. Yes. Right? Four points. It wouldn't take much to get 
four <laughs> more points with it. Those Lazio <laughs> game, we were just talking about that. It's criminal we lost both yeah. of them, but it just shows people are talking about Copenhagen going through last night. Celtic can compete can, in this yeah. because that Feyenoord first game was fine. This game was good. Atletico Madrid at home was good. And Lazio, we competed in both games, but we just lacked that wee bit of quality because we need better players. Like With all due respect to a lot of the guys, half of the guys out there shouldn't be playing for the champion in the Champions no. League for Celtic. Not that they're bad, not no. that they're bad players, they don't give the effort, they've just not got the quality. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of them put in really good performances tonight, but over the course, over the course of the six games we have been proven to be completely lacking. Yeah. But not by much because I know that to an extent or to a large extent it depends on your draw, right? The the, the group you, you end up with. So But that's two groups in a row where we yeah. could have done something. Like so in Copenhagen's case they wouldn't have expected in Man United to have a complete Should've meltdown, been. right? And <laughs> and finish bottom of the group and have their, I think that was their worst Champions League performance ever basically ever. ever, right? So so they're not going to prepare for that. All they can do is just try and take away the results and hope that something else falls for them. But where Celtic come into this is that I don't think I don't think we'll get a better group than that. No. I don't think we'll get a, a I don't I hesitate to use the word easier because none of it's easy. I, I, I don't think that applies here. But I don't think we'll get a more favourable group than what we got just now. And I said all along, we all said it, we all felt it. I'm not, I'm not even talking about us, I'm talking about the, the fans. We all felt it. Um, the Lazio game is where we've, we've fucked it. Well, the Lazio we, at home in particular. We finish on four points, Lazio finish on ten points. There's <laughs> two, two six-pointers out there. Yeah. And that, that's, oh, the and they're rubbish, point. Lazio. I, I don't care when he says they were garbage. I mean, we can talk about how... Feyenoord were better than them. We can talk about how, I, you know, the, the Champions League's different. You can't, you can't count results in the Champions League because we've been talking about this form Celtic have been on all season where we've not won three games in a row. I, but you can't count the Champions League. But look, there's Champions League games and there's Champions League games. I don't expect to get anything out of Atletico, but having seen Lazio, I thought they were woeful, Aye. to be honest. Uh, and I just, well, I think we'll just we'll end up, there's nothing we can do about it just now, and just hope we can do better in the future, but, and hope we can get a, a reasonable, similar draw to that, because there's every chance you could go into next season and well, next what, season will all thing. be different. Yeah. It will be the league, so you've got eight games. Yeah. So you're not going to be playing the same team twice. No. So you've got chat. You've got eight different, seven different teams to play from different pots as well as yeah, it. Yeah. So you've got yeah. good chance, and it's not even just we can compete, we can take points off these teams, but a victory and we're in the Europa League yeah. and that those are the sort of teams Celtic can compete against it, there's a chance there if we had to just fucking prepared for the shit <laughs> I know yeah it's just it's very very unfortunate again it, now after immediately after that game is probably not the time to be focusing on the Lazio game but ultimately this is the Champions League closer and it is going to form part of our part of our analysis part of our thinking about how this group went and the Lazio games were there for the taking even <laughs> I know away games are always very, very difficult, but the one at home is just going to hurt. It's really going to smart when you look back on this season. It's such a golden opportunity, and we somehow managed to to lose from that position. And even, even the, yeah, it was a last a late winner from Pedro, but I don't think we should have been in that position in the even first place. At point we would have been unbeaten at home. That yeah, would have been yeah, right, I, that's it? a good point. Actually, yeah. I hadn't I hadn't considered that. So a great result against Atletico Madrid at home. Very, very disappointing one at Lazio, and then a win against Feyenoord. Almost so good after uh, it being crap <laughs> the entire time, and I know I, I I get that five points would have taken us into Europe. Yeah, league, and I appreciate that the, the three points has come under the circumstances Aye. that it, it wasn't. Feyenoord had nothing to play for other than you know just being up for it and 
and having a, an intense performance and all that, playing for their places, etc. But still, we'll take it. And I think the regardless of these, regardless of that context, I think the Lazio games are just going to be the, the killer, to be honest. Yeah. And look, a lot of players out there gave their all. Can't fault MD for effort tonight. No. But there is. Mikey Johnson goes off, James Forrest comes on. This simply cannot ever nah, nah. happen again. I am sorry, it cannot <laughs> happen again, Stephen. This no. is unacceptable to be going into this. And look, Celtic have got probably... Celtic have got what they deserve from these games yeah. because they didn't have the quality. But I think we can do something. I think the way Brendan Rodgers sets up his team, it suits the Champions League. Yeah. And look, there was times when we played out and people get a bit tetchy around us like just get up the pitch but we played the ball out nicely there was times when Feyenoord played the ball out nicely this is what you get in the well, Champions that's the difference League. isn't it like, not, it's not even the difference but you do of course I don't know if it's ever likely to go away but everybody gets so nervous when Celtic are playing about the back and partly that's caused by the fact that Joe Hart isn't very good at his feet and he looks dead awkward oh, with it, turn right? it into what goal, but, Joe. but we, we need to forget about this phrase playing out from the back because it's just football now <laughs> it's not a, it's not this some weird there's one country that doesn't do yeah, it it's, just, it's not some weird experimental tactic that's, or, or a fad that's going to come and go we'll stop we'll basically just stop, stop even saying that phrase because that's just how teams play you will not name me a successful European team that that their main tactic is launching the ball into the corner flags and getting their wingers to chase it and everybody bombing into the box. It, just, it doesn't happen. Get a big man up there. And <laughs> it, it just it doesn't happen anymore. So I, I know that everyone gets nervous, but the way Feyenoord do it is what we should aspire to. Not be not be afraid of yeah. it. Not be afraid of our team developing like that. And they're not even that good. They're just slightly better at us uh, yeah. than us at it, rather. So I think that's that's the way we should we should be aiming to play. And there's Danny again. Star stuck here. Caught is it What the hell, Stephen? The man himself. Oh, that's glorious to see you. You're it? here. You're here as long as I'm here. <laughs> He's got a trackie on as well. So, <laughs> yes. Stephen. Atta goes off injured, really disappointed for him. Hopefully he's okay for Hearts. Yeah. But um, Bernardo came on, the Champions League specialist for Celtic. <laughs> didn't he really do nah, much, nah, did he? he didn't. I, I thought he kind of disappeared, to be honest. A couple of moments where there was opportunities for him to get forward a wee bit or play forward, play a wee bit more progressive, a wee bit more positive, and he just sort of cut inside and played a safe ball. Again, see if that's what he's there for. That's that's what he's been asked to do. I, I've not got a problem with it, but I expect a bit more dynamism. Uh, like a he's a very more. unadventurous midfielder, yeah. and I don't think he's ever really going to stand out. He just seems like a. I, I, I hesitate to use this word, but he seems like sort of he's like Donati or something like that. Uh, and that he's like he, yes, he, he's a he's a midfielder. He's okay at certain things, but nothing really nothing really stands yeah, out about him. Because there's a. A lot of the time in football, like Matt O'Reilly can play the number eight. He sometimes plays a bit further forward. He yeah. plays number six. But back in, back in the good old days in football, manager, you get a defensive midfielder who could play midfield centre and attacking mid. Draw the lines. Aye, yep. but <laughs> Bernardo's just midfield centre, and that is yeah, it. that yeah, is uh-huh. it. And you're like, right, you have a bit of everything, but also a bit of nothing yeah, in there. Aye. Uh, I don't know what will happen for his Celtic career because unless there's an injury, I don't see him playing too much. No. but. He's probably made more appearances in the Champions League than he has in the league for Celtic. The thing is, a lot of these players praise the effort that, that ultimately everybody contributed to getting a win in the Champions yeah. League, and that that shouldn't go that shouldn't go unsaid. That I think that that everyone deserves credit for that. But there's a lot of players there who came in and didn't really achieve an awful lot, 
and I don't. There's not really that many players left who can, who can say they haven't had chances. And Mikey Johnson is another one. I don't. I don't really think tonight was about him, but I think I've now reached the end of my patience with Mikey Johnson. I just don't think he's ever going to influence anything yeah. in particular. And I don't know who else would play right now. Uh, no, no, of course not. It's just that. I just I look at him now and it's going to be kind of shit or get off the pot for Mikey Johnson. We either sort of keep him or get rid of him basically uh, in January well, of the summer. But this this result is good. It gives Celtic a springboard. But that team, that should be the end of that team. Yeah, we should I, not see a lot of those guys come January, come the end of the season. But one guy I would like to see more of was a hero of the night, Gustav. Yeah, thought he looked decent when he came on, and it is better. Than Phillips. <laughs> yes, oh, come on. Right, well, he's okay. done more already. Well, there, there he scored his own, the real goal. Yeah, the nice. one we wanted, we scored. So it. there you go. There, there, I've seen enough. Even from that fleeting appearance, added to the fact that he was just all right when he played before. I don't yeah. think I was ever terrified when he had the ball. I, I remember. That one it, at Ibrooks. Uh, yeah, he and Scales played a few times together, and I think he, the, those two were the partnership against St Johnston here months ago. Mm-hmm. I think. Because I remember after one game, I thought I- I'd never want to see them again. I never want to see the two of them again. But sure enough, they've, I mean, scales has grown infinitely uh, since uh, exponentially since then. And Lagerbjelka, I don't think has done enough to look a complete and utter disaster that Phillips has. So it's it's encouraging because I think similarly of Navrotsky, I, I don't I haven't seen anything from him that suggests he's going to be some sort of bomb scare. So yeah. hopefully we can start to cobble together some. Some defences that, that look fairly solid at that. Welsh looked good today yeah. as well. So yeah, you'd probably say get Kobayashi back in, <laughs> get them all back. Get them all. I forgot all about him. <laughs> uh, but look, what you're saying is true. Like that team out there, if you add in Hatati, you add in yeah, Maeda, yeah. Abada, Carter, Vickers, you start to see, all right, that, that's all right. Couple of signings in January, you can see Celtic. Right, okay, let's be a bit more solid here. Let's. See. I'm hesitant to say that because I remember saying that after Ibrooks. I said, add all these players into that ah, team, and yeah, we'll absolutely gub them, <laughs> and we've been <laughs> pish ever since in the league, basically. So, uh, but I do, uh, I do appreciate the point. There's no, there's no arguing against the fact that adding those players in will give us so many more, like, better options in there. So, it's encouraging going forward. But what we need to start doing is picking up some sort of some sort of semblance of intensity and form yeah. in, the, in the league we've just not seen it we've just not seen it I've I've had it proven to me on a couple of occasions this year that we can we can turn up in the Champions League yeah. we can compete in it didn't get great results nah certainly didn't and it's very very disappointing to go out with a game to spare and we never really looked like we were going to con- we were really going to um, qualify from the group but <laughs> There, there have been some sort of mitigating circumstances to that but overall it's, it has been a disappointment but we need to put it behind us now and just start to pick up some form in the league because that's that's going to define the season now that, Aye, that, Europe's that's over yeah, that's I, I wish we were in the Europa League but yeah. unfortunately not Stephen last word Mitchell Frame it's alright making your debut in the Champions League yeah, very yeah. positive looking went at no fear from the no. youngster as well great to see what is 18 that's yeah. the kind of Young, that is an actual youngster we're bringing through. Yeah. That is what you want to see in it. So I, I uh, was under the impression he's a left back, but he come yeah. on, he come I think on he the left back. Further forward, but the usual. Another one of those, yeah. right? So add them to Adam Montgomery and Calvin Miller and all these guys. Well, kind of when Palmer went down, I was like, who the hell are we going to put yeah. on? Yeah, no, all positive. All looks very good. So uh, another good addition, another one off the conveyor belt, <laughs> the never-ending conveyor belt of talent that is Lennox Town. So 
But it's always good to have, have one of your own in there. As much as we joked about it before the game, and we're, we're still talking about 25 year olds being Aye, youth products. Champions League game, we had Micah Johnson, James Forrest, Callum McGregor, Welsh. Stephen Welsh, uh, and Mitchell Frame yeah. all, all playing a part in it. So, can he grumble with that? Stephen. Shall we let these fine people go? Michelle, it's uh, it's been it's been an emotional one. Aye, a, it's been good. A roller coaster of a European journey that mainly stayed on the bottom. <laughs> it never really went up all that much. So more of a more of a train than a roller coaster, probably. We dip it there. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, the wee belly goes <laughs> at the end. But Stephen, lager, 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 lager. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.